Hello, and welcome back to another episode of You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs, leaders, changemakers, especially from Wisconsin, share their wit and wisdom. I am your host, Raina Rokiki. Hello, everyone. Today is a solo episode, and I'm going to be recapping some of my top takeaways from the Women's Leadership Conference that I attended in Green Bay in early October. Um, I do have a slight cold, so my apologies if my voice sounds a little funky today. I'm happy to report, though, that it's October and it's sweater weather. That's right, sweater weather. I hope everyone's cozy, wearing their favorite sweater, enjoying the beautiful colors of the leaves. Anyway, the Women's Leadership Conference, it is put on by New Sage Strategies, which is run by Vicki Updike, and she was a guest of mine in the summer. You should definitely check out her episode if you haven't. She has some great insights on what it means to be a woman leader, how to have your voice be heard more. I'll have that episode linked in the show notes. Now, the Women's Leadership Conference in Green Bay, this was their fifth year, and let me tell you, it did not disappoint. It was my first year, and I loved it. So let's dive into the takeaways. Takeaway number one. This was from the MC of the event and also a keynote speaker named Quinn Connors. She was amazing. Not only did she wear this amazing, like hot pink fringy dress with a like bright blue blazer, she had purple lipstick on. How rad is that? If you can pull that off and, and she had some fab fab sneakers on. I know it's not all about how you look, but sometimes that confidence can speak volumes. All right. Now, one thing I liked about what Quinn had to say was she talked about, it's really important to think about the language that you use. Think about that, the language that you use. And she had a word for that. She said, we as women need to really be careful and mindful of our language. We need to use wealthy words and not words that are weak. So she talked about how often women ask for help. Could you help me doing this? You ask your coworker for help. You ask your husband for help. When you say the word help, it implies that you, you're too weak to handle the job. <laughs> and when you think about that, man, that is a big aha moment. Because it's obviously not that you're too weak to handle the job, but you need assistance, you need partnership. Yeah. So instead of saying help, think about switching it to a wealthy word, something like assist, partner, organize, structure. One of the things she urged all the conference goers to do was to go on their LinkedIn profile or your website and take a look at how you describe yourself. So instead of saying, I'm a sales manager, go more in depth and talk about what you actually do. So again, use those wealthy words. So for example, when I used to describe what I do, I used to say, oh, I help women entrepreneurs with their podcasts and YouTube channels. Now, if I want to switch that and use wealthy words, I might say something like, I partner with women entrepreneurs to elevate their presence through podcasts and YouTube channels. Doesn't that sound more powerful? So don't be afraid to dig in and showcase what you do. So again, it's kind of like rethinking that elevator speech. Second takeaway. This was from another keynote speaker named Gina Glover. She's a speaker, a career coach, and she had a great session on how to dial up your influence by creating an influence network. Now, a lot of people have networks, right? We have people in our wheelhouse, we have people who are contacts. Um, but Gina kind of took it another step for, further. And she asked us to really think about categorizing the different type of people in our life. And again, this was a little eye opening for me. So she had five categories for people in your network, people in your life. Those categories are coaches, connectors, collaborators, cheerleaders, and challengers. 
So for example, coaches, these are the people in your network who have experience and knowledge. These might be mentors, right? People we look up to to find that next step. People maybe we even want to hire to coach us. You always need people in that next level. Okay, the next group are connectors. Connectors are people who bring people together. They have connections. Maybe they have funds. Maybe they even have both. Wouldn't that be great? We all know people like this, people who bring people together, who are a part of our foundation, um, who recommend us to other people. They say our name in rooms, right? So connectors are a really important part of your network. And start thinking, who are your connectors? If you don't have a lot, maybe these are people that you need to find. The next group is collaborators. Collaborators are people who share your passion. So these would be people in the same industry. So for me, it would be other podcast producers or other female entrepreneurs because we share the same passion for what we do. Again, these are great people to connect with, to brainstorm with, to make goals with, to solve problems. Group number four are the cheerleaders. Again, these are people who listen to you. They encourage you. They might be your best friends. I know for me, I've got a great group of mom friends who are always cheering me on. Little shout out, you know who you are. Um, they don't necessarily know the ins and outs of my business, but they're really encouraging. They're really positive, And I appreciate their support. You know, sometimes when I'm having a hard day, I don't know what I would do without my cheerleaders. All right. The last group is a group called the Challengers. And um, this is a group that, again, this was kind of an aha moment for me. Challengers are people who creatively solve problems. They are also people who think outside the box. And these are the people who maybe don't always agree with you, but they're the people who push you to that next level. So I know when I've been talking through business problems, I've got a couple of friends like this, people in my network, they throw out an idea that I hadn't thought about. And at first, my reaction was like, oh, no, what? But when I let that simmer and I think about it, I was like, oh, that's, that maybe is a direction I should do. Or I never had thought about it from that perspective. These people are super, super important because they get you to pivot when you need to pivot. Or maybe they give you that advice that you really needed to hear, but you didn't want to hear. So again, think back to your network and think about those five categories. Who are your coaches? Who are your connectors? Who are your collaborators, your cheerleaders, your challengers? And, you know, you want to aim to have at least five people in each of those categories. If you notice you've got a lot in one category, not a lot in another, then make it a goal to kind of find people in that group. All right. My last big takeaway was from another keynote speaker. She's a serial entrepreneur and a national speaker, and her name is Ashley Quinto Powell. What is also awesome about Ashley is she is from Madison, Wisconsin, whoop, whoop, Wisconsin girl, and she is the founder of VA Rocks. VA means virtual assistants, and these are people who help you in your business online. Um, so a lot of different companies might have virtual assistants. They could help you with project management. They could help you stay on top of your email. Maybe they are specific to things like planning, um, social media, things like that. Anyway, what I loved about Ashley, besides her amazing fashion sense, and I got to tell you about that, she walked on stage wearing a t-shirt that says, on Wednesdays, we smash the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. And she had this really funky, cool, like bright red necklace on and cool red glasses. So I love that. I love people who have big fashion statements. But one thing that she said that was a takeaway is she talked about the need to create big, hairy, audacious goals. 
She said, too many of us, especially women, we're focused on these small goals. And that's because we're too afraid to take big risks. And she's like, hey, why not go after that big goal? She had this great story about how she was working with a career coach who asked her, what is her goal for her company? And she said, I want to make $250,000 in the first two years. And again, right away, for most of us, we'd be like, wow, that's that already is a big, hairy, audacious goal, right? Like, that would be amazing. And her career coach came back and said, oh, is that a month, you mean? And that really struck her, right? She was like, $250,000 a month? Like, that wasn't even in my wheelhouse. That wasn't even a reality. And it made her stop and think, like, for some people, that is a reality. They, it is a goal for them to make $250,000 a month. And while that wasn't her goal, she said, hey, I need to really think about making my goals bigger. And how can I do that? So her takeaway was, again, it's good to dream big. And think about that. What are your goals in your own life, whether it's personal or professional? Maybe it's travel. She gave a really interesting example of how a lot of us are too scared to go after those big goals. But there's people doing it all the time and people who maybe aren't super qualified. She had a hilarious example dealing with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She talked about how when he was, you know, a young person in Austria, he wanted to be Mr. Universe, which again, right there is a big, hairy, audacious goal. But you know what? Arnold did it. He pumped some iron. He worked really hard at it. And gosh darn it, he became Mr. Universe. And then he thought, hey, what am I going to do next? Now I want to be an American TV acting star. Seems like a far reach, right? A man who can not really act, can't speak English that well. He wanted to become an American movie star. But of course, we all know how that turned out. He was an, a really funny and well-loved movie star. I can think of a number of movies I love with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then after that, he said, hey, I want to go into politics. So for Mr. Universe, two famous movie star, two politician. And of course, as we know, he became the governor of California. He is someone that is probably not qualified for most of these positions, but he went after it and he did it. And it's not necessarily because he's special. It's because he had the guts to do it, right? So think about that. There are people out there doing the thing that you want to do, and you've probably seen them on social media, and they're not even doing that great of a job at it, and they're killing it. So why aren't you doing those things? Let that sink in. Take a moment. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. So as you know, you were in the last couple months of 2023, I want you to think about 2024. What do you want your big audacious goal to be? Make it something big. Give me a shout out. Let me know what your goal is. I'd love to hear about it. Okay, and before we go, I want to do a quick little segment about things that I am loving right now. As you know, I love fall. I love sweater weather. Get your sweaters on. Autumn is my favorite season. I love the coziness. I love slowing down. Seriously, it's like a breath of fresh air. If you don't love fall, I encourage you to go outside and and just soak it in. Find some pretty leaves. Find a nice candle that you like. Get your favorite hot beverage and take it in. You'll thank me. Seriously, you will. I wanted to talk about two quick podcasts that I'm loving because it's always nice to hear about other podcasts. Uh, one of them you may or may not be familiar with. It is Wiser Than Me by Julia Louise Dreyfus. Again, Remember, she is of Seinfeld fame, super funny. Uh, what I love about Julia's podcast, Wiser Than Me, is that she is interviewing older dames, older broads, and tapping them for their insight. 
And isn't that what we should be doing right? There are so many amazing older women out there who have the knowledge that we need. So check out Wiser Than Me. Get some knowledge from some rad older women. Another podcast that I've loved for years and years is from two sisters out of Chicago. They are cozy lifestyle bloggers. Their names are Lauren and Michelle. And the podcast is called Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. Again, that's Cozy Conversations with the Sister Project. They are hilarious. They obviously talk about cozy lifestyle things, but they talk pretty much about everything. They have funny, wheezy laughing. They get a little crass. I don't know. It's just like sitting in with your two best friends and having a fun conversation. So if you need something lighthearted, if you um, want to get cozy, if you want to hear about witchy things, if you want to hear about funny books, you want to tune in to Cozy Conversations with the Sister Projects. With the Sister Project, excuse me. Oh, and one last bit of news that I just wanted to give a shout out to. The Nobel Prize winners came out a couple weeks ago, and the Nobel Prize in Economic Sciences was awarded to Claudia Golden for her work in studying the gender pay gap. It seems crazy to me in 2023 that we still have a gender pay gap, but we do. Women do not make nearly as much as men, which is sad. And women of color make even less than that, which is crazy. We need to change that. So Claudia Golden, she's an economist. She's been studying this for 30, 40 years. And her work uncovers not only the reason for gender gaps in labor participation, but also in the actual monetary earnings, the money. So she is working hard to find solutions to close this gender pay gap. And I'd like to applaud the Nobel Prize community for recognizing that and awarding it to her. Good job, Claudia. Woo! All right, that is all for now. We've got some great episodes coming up. As always, I appreciate all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for supporting women. If you know of an amazing woman entrepreneur, leader, changemaker who you think should be on the show, reach out. I am starting to plan out 2024, and I love getting personal recommendations. Speaking of recommendations, if you like this podcast, share it with a friend. And also give us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, those reviews really do help. I know when I'm looking for new podcasts, I always check out the reviews to see what people are saying. I've gotten some great reviews in the past, but if you're one of those listeners who's like, yeah, I like the show, come on, take a moment, leave me a review. That's the best compliment you can give me. All right. Take care. Stay cozy. Attention, you betcha sheeted listeners. If you're like me, you love listening to podcasts, and perhaps you have even thought of starting your own podcast. If that is the case, I would love for you to download my free top 10 podcasting equipment essentials. Here you will find my recommendations for 10 pieces of podcasting equipment that will help you get a podcast up and running smoothly without break in the bank. That's right. Podcasting does not have to be a super expensive endeavor. It's actually quite affordable and is a great way to elevate your voice, grow your brand, and get your name out there, especially as an expert. Check the show notes for your free podcast top 10 essential equipment guide. You can also go to podcaststartupguide.com. Startup Guide.com.